welcome to this dev life the podcast for developers where we talk about the daily life of developers challenges we face and how we overcome these challenges every single day join me and let's have fun together looking to start a podcast like this. Anchor makes it super easy to get started with recording and automatically distributing your podcast to the most popular platforms all for free. You can create podcasts from your phone, computers, or bring in pre-recorded episodes and overlay them with free background tracks. Make money easily with no minimum listenership requirement. It is the podcast platform for all. Download the free app today from your app stores or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, listeners. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day you're listening to this podcast or watching it on YouTube. I want to welcome you to another exciting episode of This Dev Life. And on the show today, we have with us Aziz Taiwo. You might be wondering who is Aziz Taiwo. Want to know more? Let's go ahead and meet Aziz Taiwo right now. Yeah. Um, hi, guys. So my name is um, Aziz Taiwo, um, software engineer um, with Remitly. Um, Remitly is like um, a company in the U.S. that majorly focuses on remittance, like helping immigrants um, abroad to send money home to their recipients. Like, So I started working with Remitly for about three months ago, and it's been fun and interesting um, working with um, distributed teams uh, because we have some teams in uh, Manila, some in um, Seattle. So, I mean, it's been interesting working with a team. Uh, majorly for my technology stack, um, I basically use Java in my day-to-day work. And sometimes I have to like work in some other services that maybe are Kotlin-based or PHP-based and some front-end technologies like um, working with React along the line. And so um, pretty much it's been interesting. And I have to like work also with some other database technologies and some other tools that we use um, internally. Um, before joining Remitly, I have worked with um, Opera. And um, I used to work on the payment platform that's OP. Um, and yeah, I worked about like eight months and uh, before I before I left. And right before then, I used to work in InterSwitch, um, which is like a payment company. Um, and I worked there for about two years. Yeah. And before then, I worked in um, iCube that I was during my undergraduate days. Um, I used to do Android development and I did that for like two years or three years. And yeah, but I think right now my focus majorly is on backend dev. So uh, I've left the Android zone, I mean, long, long, really, really long, yeah. So, majorly focused on backend and infrastructure things right now. Okay. So, uh, how long have you been writing code for? Let me say uh, five years, roughly five years, yeah. Oh, that's a pretty long time. <laughs> sure, sure. So, so I then, uh, even before Android, uh, before Android, I used to do, like, um, Java, Swing, like, desktop applications using um, Java oh, Swing. Um, so I started with that, and then I moved to Android. But I think Android was the hot thing around then. So mm-hmm. yeah, so I did that for, for like a few years, yeah. Uh, so I'm calling you so- senior software engineer. I 
<laughs> All right, nice to meet you, as it Taiwo. Um, so he's on the show today to tell us a little bit about how his day works as a developer. Uh, so uh, when he wakes up, when he sleeps, if he sleeps at all, because they said we developers don't sleep. I don't know how much that is because I think I sleep more than I walk. Uh, to be <laughs> so let's hear from this time what is typical day looks like. Oh, okay. Um, so usually um, I wake up around six because I have to pray. I'm a Muslim, so oh. I wake up around six to pray, and I sometimes I do sleep like maybe extra one or two hours afterwards. And after then, I basically do push-up, um, like maybe 30 or 50 push-ups. Um, and also, so after then, I probably take coffee and all to just keep my body relaxed and all. And after then, I try to like clean up my room and stuff, do some normal cleaning and stuff. So after then, I think I do problem solving for like two hours. Uh, so that's like the part where I go to maybe lead code or maybe a coding site where I use practice and data structures and algorithm just to keep my brain sharp and stuff. So um, I did that for two hours and after then, I think, um, yeah, I try to like eat, um, I eat in the morning, say 11, cook something. If I don't buy, I cook something. Immediately, I think I cook now because of Corona stuff, so. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody cooks now. <laughs> yeah, 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 so after then, um, I start, working by say four or five because that's when um it's in my work with in the u.s resume in their own time in their time zone so I, I start work like say 5 p.m but before then i used to like read um books um but i think right now for like um past few weeks it's been more of technical book reading um yeah so i touch like read some books and maybe design patterns maybe algorithms and data structures, uh, maybe um, best practice software, best practices, maybe um, some Java, um, new Java APIs and stuff. So um, that has been much of it. Uh, so when I resume work by five, I basically um, go through um, the Jira tickets that I have pending, and then um, I just um, walk through it. And then if I have any challenges, I can always call any member of the team to like, uh, um, come to my rescue. Um, once I'm clarified uh, with the requirements and all, I just uh, begin coding. Uh, so I code for like, um, say, two hours and then take a break. And when I take a break, um, I used to like maybe go to YouTube to watch maybe comedy video yeah. <laughs> or something. I just, just like, is, is this tension and stress? Or maybe I just call my girlfriend to just check out with her and stuff. Um, then after then I just resume back and then I just continue working um, till around I think 10, 10, 11. Then after after working for like 10, 11, um, I think I yeah I might just before I go to bed I if I have something to read I'll read it. If I don't have something to read I'll probably watch um, YouTube videos. I used to probably watch um, this guy Kobe Bryant's video a lot uh, because he has a lot of motivational talks and all of the stuff. So yeah, so that's typically it. I sleep around um, 2 a.m. max. Yeah. Yeah. So just to allow the body to recharge and all. So <laughs> once I sleep by 2, I wake up by 6. And after praying, I may sleep for extra hours, maybe one or two hours and stuff. So I mean, that's it. 
So give or take you sleep for about five to six hours a day, thereabout. And I mean, that's, 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 that's for the good day. For the weekend, I just have time for myself, like watch movies, uh, maybe uh, make a few calls with friends and stuff, and do some other personal you know. Okay. Oh, that's nice. I want to be like when I grow up. <laughs> All right. So that's what it's going do for this time. It looks like wakes up around six. He prays, if possible or not. He tries to sleep for like one to two hours more. He wakes up again and recharges the brain by doing some coding practice. I wish I could just wake up one day and just try to do a coding practice. But no, just I wake up to see no to respond to. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's quite fun. Uh, I, I think I'll actually adopt that practice to actually, you know, do some. I think, um, uh, sorry, sorry to cut you. Yeah, I, I yeah. think I, I just want to add one thing. One thing that I do um, right now, or that I've been doing for, for, for some few um, weeks now, is to always prepare for the next day ahead. So before I go to bed, I try to like uh, make a list of things I have to do the next day, and then I just make sure it, it gets done. Right? So, I mean, so when I wake up, I don't have to, like, um, worry my brain too much about um, what exactly I need to do and all. I can just go to that list and then just check it up and all. So I think that's, like, a productive hack that... Mm -hmm. So that's exactly what you expect the next day, so you don't be surprised. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And then it helps me to manage my time better, so... Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Okay, so that's what it's been for, as this title looks like. I'm just wondering, do you have a nickname? Yeah, Zeddy Soft. Zeddy Soft. Zeddy Soft. Zeddy Soft. Yeah, Zeddy Soft. Zeddy Soft. Yeah. Nice. Zeddy Soft. Zeddy Soft. I'm going to make a song for you, don't worry. Are you a musician? Yes, I'm actually a saxophonist. I play saxophone. Oh, nice. Cool, cool, cool. But I've not played now for about six months. Because of Corona, I left my saxophone somewhere else. I've not been able to go back to get it. <laughs> oh, that's, nice. that's nice. Yeah. Okay. So the top part of this is to actually ask you, you know, as developers or even as normal member video face challenges and sometimes we overcome them, sometimes maybe we take them to the next day. What are some of these challenges you face in your day-to-day -day work as a developer? And how do you tackle these challenges? Maybe give us about two or three of those. Uh, I think um, for me, challenges, when it comes to challenges, let's say sometimes, you know, you just want to get something done and maybe psychologically or something, something is just not clicking somewhere and you're not motivated to like get it done. Yeah, you know, you have, you have this like that. So I think what I do is, um, <laughs> and it's very funny though, what I do is I just go to like YouTube, like, I just take one Kobe Bryant's video and see if that can motivate me to do something. <laughs> uh, if that works, uh, fine. If it doesn't work, I mean, it's just one of those days I just like take break and all, and then maybe find something unrelated to my work to do. So I just take that day off and maybe postpone it to the next day and stuff. Uh, but if I'm able to like get myself motivated to do it, um, I think I will just get it done and yeah. I, I, I said that um, other challenges are maybe work related where I have maybe um, where I need maybe some domain um, context into like an issue and, and stuff. Um, I have like very good teammates, um, pretty smart, and they're always willing to help. 
helped me when I when I run into those challenges. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm able to unblock myself as as fast as possible. Yeah. Yeah, that so, makes a lot of sense. My my teammates are, are, are very awesome when it comes to that. I, I, I think we should give you a YouTube viewers award. Like every time you just need to just eat two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean YouTube has, has good content, man. Like yeah, I, I think the, the few times I went to myself, instead I go to upload videos, I watch MotoGP videos and things about cameras and stuff and some oh, jet videos. Oh, oh. <laughs> like the, the, the platform has a whole lot of a content. A whole lot of content, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like it. <laughs> I, I, I just go there and watch, like, watch music videos, like Nigerian music videos and stuff. Like, it's, it's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Okay. So. That's what challenges for us this title looks like, or as we rather call him, Zelisoft. Um, <laughs> so, uh, when you stressed about work or anything, go to YouTube, watch some fun videos or some couple brand videos to get motivation, and then boom, back into work, and then boom, yeah. well and then also, um, it's good to also have awesome colleagues, as we've been always saying on the show, I think. Most uh, one of the most important treasures on the developer on any team is to have awesome teammates that can help you on block yeah. situations. It's, it's, very, it's, it's very critical, like it's, it's very jamming, like <laughs> very important. Yeah. Okay, so the last part for this episode is to actually uh give tips to folks that want to come into this software development field. We've been doing it for five years, I've been doing it for about 10 years now, but unofficially, officially for about five years or so. Um, so what advice would you give to anybody that wants to start writing code or get into programming? What do's and don'ts probably give us three or four or five words of wisdom? Uh, uh, so I think the, the the ideal way to get started is like um, to probably pick like an area that you would um, be interested in. So because we have like mobile, we have web and stuff, so you should actually like um, have like an information about which one exactly would be best fit for you. If you don't know, maybe you could just start with one and then run through it. And then if you vibe with it, and um, fine. If you don't vibe with it, then you can cross to another like another niche and stuff. So um, I think also having a mentor um, helps in, in, in your journey because um, you always run into issues. And um, if you have somebody by the side that you can always run to for ideas or for a solution, and that would be awesome because the person will like unblock you from whatever is blocking you, and you can you can move ahead. And I think one of um, one of the things I also advise is not to try to like learn a lot of things at the same time when you're when you're just getting started. Mm-hmm. Like you're learning React, you're learning Angular, you're learning Vue, you're doing backend. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> I mean, take it easy on yourself. Like, try to learn the fundamentals, basically. Um, learn the fundamentals is very important. Um, so, if you know the fundamentals, you can obviously build on that, and you can you can um, have breath as as you go. On. So just try to like have some depth before taking some breath. Yeah. That's some really deep advice. Because uh, I see most developers, that, so when I meet someone, they'll be like, oh, I'm learning machine learning, I'm doing Angular, I'm doing uh, Node, I'm also learning Python, I'm PHP. I'm like, dude, you're also doing DevOps. I'm like, really? <laughs> when I tell them this, I take a little t-shirt for like five first years of my career before I try to do anything else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
I mean, everything is a process, yeah? So, I mean, just take it one step at a time, yeah? Just take it at a time. And then, I think um, another thing is, you don't, at that level, don't consume too much of information. Just try and, like, have something to build with. So if you're learning uh, maybe web, for example, don't just keep doing HTML tutorials, CSS tutorials, JavaScript tutorials, and not really doing anything practical, like, you're not building anything. So have a project in mind that you want might just be as simple as calculator or maybe a simple game or something. Just have something um, in your mind that you want to build with those tools that you, or those technologies you are learning. So it makes it easier and your learning is kind of like streamlined. Don't need to like learn a whole lot of just lessons that you don't need at that point in time. So, okay. so, uh, so if, uh, so one thing I tell people that you don't really need to do up, at least that's the most basic yeah. thing you can do. Like, mm -hmm. we need to do up and publish it somewhere, maybe Iroko app or Netlify or anywhere else, and then show people that you know yeah. this stuff. Yeah, uh, because when I, started, when I started Android then, um, I had an app in mind that I wanted to, like, build, and that actually helped me and then motivated me to, like, stay focused and mm -hmm. on. So even though the first release of the app was ugly, but, I mean, I was able to build it and then release on Play Store and for people to download. It was, like, a simple uh, guest game or something, yeah. So... I mean, just have something in mind that you want to build. Don't just keep learning endlessly. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're mostly not too proud of our first application there. I just oh, <laughs> that that, yes. that stays there. And <laughs> we're like, oh, did I really write this one? <laughs> I mean, but, but then when you build it and then you have your friends downloading it, I mean, that gives you... Yeah, it gives you joy. It, yeah, it gives you joy that, yeah, you finally build something that people can download and use, even though it's ugly, but then it's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So thanks a lot for that, Zedisoft. Uh and uh with that, uh we'll come to the end of this episode for today. But do not worry, on the next episode of this Dev Live, we'll see Abum with us talking about you know what, as the pattern is unscripted. So join us again on the next episode of this dev life where we'll have Zedisoft talk to us all about his favorite dev topic or tech topic, or any other topic. I don't know, I'm not in his mind. So guys, stay tuned. Come back and join us next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to This Dev Life, a podcast for developers by Darao Ladabo. Thanks for joining me on the show. I'll see you in the next episode.